Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 116-111. Memphis inbounds, and that's the game. It's a successful homecoming for Darko Ryakovich. The Raptors, for the first time since November, win back-to-back games. It's a final at FedEx Forum. Toronto 116 Memphis 111. Yeah, there you go. That's courtesy of TSN 1050 in Toronto. Uh, Joe was able to get the end of that call, so that it gave you the score. Got the total um, <laughs> half a point too much. And I was telling people earlier in the day, wait because the line's going to go down. Mm-hmm. Get it at the lowest point. It did hit 227 in some places, which you may have pushed, but ultimately it was a loss. And going back to last night, like it was overall a really good night. Hit a bunch of plays. Uh, went And I gave out... Uh, three prop plays went two and one there. Um, hit on a bunch of college basketball plays. The Wizards over. The Hawks uh, handled business against the Thunder. Bucks and Pacers over. Jazz and Pistons over. All of them phenomenal plays. Raptors Grizzly two twenty seven and a half lands on two twenty seven. And yes, that will sit in my crawl for God knows how long. With the fact that they missed two free throws down the stretch in the NBA. To get me a half point loss, so yeah, I am pissed off about it. But and I'm picking out the end of the game. There are so many things that could have went right in that game. It just didn't happen. So it's a loss. We move on from it. So what do we look at tonight? Because tonight's not outside of college basketball. We don't have a ton of great college basketball games. Yeah. It's a full slate of NHL. Um, I think it's a tough slate personally because you know I don't bet big favorites and there's a handful mm-hmm. of them. Um, and then in uh, in the NBA, there's only two games tonight. Uh, college hoops, like I said, there's a, there's a bunch. Why is it so light tonight? There's no Thursday night football. Did they not know that? I don't know. I don't know why it is. Uh, the I don't. I don't know why it is the way it is. That's very <laughs> profound. Um, all right, let me get into this. So I'll talk about college basketball first. I am going to have a couple Big Ten plays tonight. Uh, one of which will be Michigan State. Probably my favorite play this evening. They're minus thirteen against Penn State. I think they handle business. And I'm going to stay in the same state and tell you that Michigan minus six and a half knocks off Minnesota as well. They're two of my favorite college plays. Uh, on the lesser side, and I will have a few more plays a little bit later in the day as the spreads come out and I watch some of the line movement. It's still very early for college hoops. But Cal Davis minus one against Cal Riverside. Love that spot. Talked yesterday about how much I love Duquesne. 
they were getting a point on the road, but all the money was coming on the other side. Lost that game. Uh, Duquesne just couldn't get it done in the second half. They kind of uh, got handled. NHL, I like Ottawa and Seattle to go under six, and I think Buffalo minus 130 against Montreal. I was just telling Ed, looking at the the spreads, the way they set up in the NHL today, um, one of the ones I found very interesting was the fact that the Rangers are minus 410 against Chicago. Uh, any interest there on the dog? Because Chicago is just, they're not very good, right? But they just have some young talent. No, they're 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 very bad actually. <laughs> they're a last place team. They're one of the worst in the NHL. The reason there's excitement because they have Connor Bedard, who's going to be the rookie of the year. Um, I mean, the Rangers, you know, they're one of the best teams in the NHL right now. They have 51 points. The the, the Blackhawks have 24. So I mean, they're just not even the same stratosphere. But I mean, if I would bet that game, yeah, because I like betting huge underdogs because. You don't know what can happen. There, so there's a guy, uh, he got into an argument on social media, um, Noops. Uh, he's a big basketball guy, Like, does mm-hmm. uh, he's a gambler. And uh, I think he's very good and I respect the hell out of him because he does first touchdowns in games. He predicts first touchdowns. So his record is like 20 and 150 or something. So right. it's like, how do you keep posting these? Well, when you hit the first touchdown, sometimes they're plus 1,200. Right. Sometimes they're plus 3,000. Learn to th- stop. Yeah, get your, get your money and stop. Yeah, those <laughs> things are huge, and it offsets all that. That's why That's, when yeah. people give out their records, especially during baseball season or during hockey season, it's not fair that they're giving out their records because – all games aren't equal. A team that's minus 300 and a team that's plus 150, one's a one-and-a-half win and the other one's three losses. So yeah. when people give you their records, you gotta you got to pay attention. And that's what I stuff. like to bet because I like betting first goal, first touchdown, or parlaying, you know, who, who tonight's going to have, you know, these three players are going to score four play, And I'll do that. I'll have a four-player parlay. Don't get them right very often at all, but I'm, when you do, it's a lot. I don't gamble nearly as much as you do. But if I ever when I when I win over a thousand dollars at once, I mm-hmm. chill for a while. It's good, man. It's chill for some people don't. Like, if I, I win over a thousand. I'm probably gonna go away for about two three weeks. I read a book a long time ago about gambling. Away from gambling, man. Um, Wayne Allen Root wrote it, which was kind of funny because he's a conservative guy. Like he's just he was a big gambler before he got into the conservative field and started like going on Fox News and all this other stuff, being a patriot. But his book was it was really smart on just how you should. It's the thought. It's um. That whole power of positive thinking stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go in thinking you're going to lose, you're going to lose. You're Because you've already prepared yourself for it, so you're okay. So you will make dumb bets. And I think there is some validity to that, but I also think that it's it's not necessarily 100% accurate. But the one thing I took away from it is when you win, when you win big, you take a chunk of that, you put it away. You, yeah. just, you don't have to take all of it. Take a chunk of it, put it away. And this is your money the for the rest big. of the day. Well, let's say I hit for 500 bucks, Okay. Hit five hundred bucks. I put two fifty in my pocket. I play with the other two fifty, mm-hmm. right? Because I already had my five hundred that I won back. So you that's still in your pocket. So now you're you're plus a thousand. You put the rest of that money in and you bet the other. Like, and it's just a smart way to gamble. And speaking of smart ways to gamble, I'm going to be doing like gambling one on one things at the Green Turtle in Towson and Canton. That you should do. Yeah, and and it's going to be in a range from people that don't know how to gamble, don't know understand anything. Right. And I'm going to give out free ten dollar bets to people too when they come in. But it's it's going to be. This is what I want to do. I want to teach people the right way to look at things. You can think I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but I can teach you the right way to do this, and I'm fine with people who don't think I know what I'm talking about. I use it. I'm, I'm subscribed to yeah. the, everything, and oh, I want I pre- some money. I appreciate that. And let me get to the two NBA plays real quick. I think the Bucks spurs game goes over 249, and I like the Denver-Golden State game to go under 235. One interesting thing about the Bucks. They've lost four times now to the Pacers. I know. Four. Wow. So I remember when the— Can't defend them. I remember when— Too fast? Uh, go, too fast-paced? Yeah. It's just like they— 
Well, Giannis should absolutely. When Giannis doesn't have a great game against them, they're not going to beat him mm-hmm. because they give up so much to power forwards. And he had he almost had a triple double again last night, but he didn't have the scoring output that you would have liked to have seen from him. He was relying on the others, and I don't know what's going on with Dame Lillard. He just Milwaukee is so bad against opposing point guards, which would have me tell you to play so uh, Sohan tonight. Um, I, I think he's a, he should be a good play tonight. Play Giannis again. Uh, Wembenyata, that that game's going to be a, over two forty nine. I think it's a great play. It's going to be one of my top plays tonight. But one of the things that you really need to look at, and I remember when this happened to uh, my Mavericks when they played the Golden State Warriors, and the Golden State Warriors at this point in time weren't very good, and my Mavs were the number one seed, and they lost to the Warriors, and they got swept by them. Mm-hmm. And it, sometimes we say it all the time: styles make fights. Yeah. So there you go. My favorite play tonight would be Michigan State minus thirteen. Thank you very much. Joe LaCroix's Encore at 9.30. That's a program reminder because we have Maryland head basketball coach Kevin Willard at 9.45. On the other side, we shake it up in sports with Cordell Woodland right here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. I really wish you were playing some Green Day right now, Joe, because I was going to go, we came back from a break, and I was all by myself. We came back from a break. Here, here's the rest of the crews coming in as we're getting ready here on a Thursday evening, babe. What the hell are you two doing, huh? Leaving me hanging. This ain't my job to drive a show. Well, let's be honest. Rob's here. Let's be honest. You will never hang. Joining us right now, courtesy <laughs> of the WTK Law guest headline. I should have just went to Cordell. He is Cordell Woodland. What's up, Cordell? What's up, guys? Nothing much, man. We got word yesterday Lamar Jackson will not play in week 18. It's something that I advocated for, Jeremy advocated for, and not so much. What side were you on? Yeah, I, I thought it was a no-brainer. I mean, it. It serves them no purpose to send Lamar out there. Um, I've heard people try to come up with certain situations to, you know, to, uh, I guess, make a push for him to get on the field, even if it's for a series or a quarter or something. I mean, what? Look, this is a guy that got hurt late last year, what I think even before December, um, didn't play a preseason game, and here he is having an MVP year. I don't, I don't think – uh, two weeks um, is going to take Lamar Jackson out of out of the rhythm that he's in right now. He he continues to say he's locked in, and he continues to show us that. So, uh, at the end of the day, if anything happens to Lamar, this whole ship is sinking. 
at that point. Um, so I, I think they know that, and, and that's why you're seeing them do what they're doing. You mind, I don't think Belichick ever rested anybody, nor did Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. They always play their guys. And, and Belichick only got burned out once at Welker. But anyway, that aside, um, who do you think is the biggest threat to the Ravens in the AFC as, as you know, we head toward the playoffs? I mean, they're beating everybody, but who who presents right. the biggest challenge right now? Um, I mean, you look at, first of all, I mean, I have to add the Chiefs in there because January is a different beast, you know. Yeah. Until somebody shows me that they can beat those dudes when everything is on the line, I, I have to still give them that respect. Um, I look at the Browns, you know, it's a couple of these wild card teams like the Browns that, probably worry you a little bit. I mean, it's already bad enough. They're an AFC North uh, foe, and they're a team that's, you know, not necessarily built like the Ravens, but they're built to kind of play like the Ravens. You know, that's that a typical type of game. Yeah, you know, that that's a team that's not afraid of them, clearly. Um, and they match up well with the Ravens, and it's always tough to see a team three times in a season, and I haven't even mentioned the way Flacco's playing and how he's revived that offense. I mean, it's it's a different beast from just the last time they played the Browns in which the Browns beat them. Um, and then I would, I, I would probably say Buffalo just because Buffalo, ha- not that they're even great. It's just, they have the players to be able to hang in any matchup. Um, and just like Lamar is kind of a, a, a guru at making plays happen off script and doing some things that shouldn't happen out there. Josh Allen can do that same type of thing. And in January, it comes down to, you know, how many superheroes do you have on your team? And the Bills are a team that has a superhero of their own. So, I mean, those are the teams that probably pop out to me. Hey, Cordell, as far as, I mean, we're sitting here talking about that Buffalo team. We were talking about how the Ravens, if they lose and some other things happen, Buffalo has the third best odds to get to the Super Bowl and could still miss the playoffs, which seems so weird. They are playing great right now and and facing this Miami team. Do you have any concern? First off, tell me your thoughts on that Buffalo-Miami matchup, and do you have any concern of the Dolphins? You just saw them, and you beat the crap out of them. I don't like facing a team right after that, but, again, that just might be me. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's always a gamble when you do that. And the Dolphins, are st- I still think the Dolphins are a good team. I mean, I, I'm not making any excuses for them. They got their buzz beat last week, and they were missing a couple of key guys. So were the Ravens. So I'm not I'm not giving them a pass for that. But I do understand um, when they are completely healthy, when they do have Mostert and they do have Waddle, and, um, they, they, they're a different team. They are. Um, but I, I, you have to give them some respect. And in terms of the game against Buffalo, I mean, that's an AFC match, AFC East matchup. Um, Buffalo, again, is one of the hotter teams in the NFL right now. I think Miami is definitely going to fight for that game. I mean, I don't think Miami wants their – I'm not going to say their season is going down the drain, but they have been at the top of that division pretty much all season. And to kind of fumble it away on the back end – that that that's not the type of momentum you want to have going into the postseason. So I, I think Miami's going to try to play their best game. I think they beat Buffalo. Uh, you know what? I don't I don't necessarily agree or disagree on the results of this game, but I agree with you on how Miami approaches this game. This is the season is becoming somewhat of an embarrassment. Here with Cordell Woodland mm-hmm. from Shaking Up Sports. Cordell, I want to jump different sports. A different sport, I should say. Uh, basketball, the Maryland Terps coming off a loss to number one Purdue. Nothing really to be ashamed about uh, on the year. Uh, you know, they're looking at a nine and five basketball team, one and two in the conference. What have you seen out of Maryland that should either give you hope or give you concern? 
or more concerned than hope these days. Yeah, I, I'm with uh, you. Watching the Terps. Uh, I'm with you. They can't shoot. They, they can't <laughs> shoot. I mean, my God. I, I mean, they're, most of those dudes are older than their shooting percentage right now. It's, it's kind of crazy. And uh, you look and you see key players like Juju coming out of big matchups like that scoreless. I mean, look, it's the Big Ten. We already know the type of big men that they're going to be facing in this conference all year. So but, that doesn't give you a lot of optimism. Cool, let me ask you something, though. I mean, and we talked about this the other day. He played 34 minutes and he had four shots. How much of that do you blame scheme? How can you not get this man more than four shot attempts in 34 minutes? That's a part of it. You, you got to acknowledge the scheme. The co- at the end of the day, the coach has got to you know, emphasize getting one of your best players the ball. But at the same time, Juju's got to – He's got to command that, you know. If you're if you're going to be a dog out there, you gotta you gotta play like one. You how many times have we seen great players play that many minutes and only come up with four shots, you're big right. men or not? I mean, you know, you got to kind of demand the ball. You got to get on the block, get position, put your hand in the air, do something. I mean, I, 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 it's hard for me to really give him a pass because it's not like that's a one off. You yeah. know, it, he's been struggling. As of late, and it's not just him. It's not just him. I mean, outside of Jameer Young, really nobody showed up in that game against Purdue. I I just think Maryland. I, I don't necessarily want to say they have an identity crisis. Well, they do. But, yeah, but but, but it, they definitely do. But I think it's it's more so that they just can't get any type of consistent production out of ninety five percent of their roster right now. To but they kind of like then they kind of to me. If you can't shoot, and their shooting is bad. Doesn't mm-hmm. that allow the opposition to just collapse on you big and, like, really make his life difficult if you have no threat from the outside? Well, yeah. I mean, everybody's going to start looking to pad their rebound and stats at right now because everything's coming off the side of the rim. I mean, it's, it's tough on your big to get second-chance opportunities for himself or for other people. It's tough for him to probably get that position because teams are, like you said, sinking down and giving, giving the Terps every, every shot that they want right now and it's, it's tough you hope that they fix this because this isn't new they've been struggling to shoot all year you kind of hope that they had revived revived themselves before conference play um but that hasn't been the case and now it's, it's just like here we go so it's, it's on them to kind of turn it around at some point and coach willard to his credit he's not shy about mentioning the things that's playing in them right now in these games Hey, Rob, I'm going to get to Cordell in one second, but Ed can come in the room with us now when we talk basketball and break it down. He can clearly, that was yeah, a great just, view with me, you, our PD. That wasn't a bad question. No, it was a gr- I'm saying you're, like, you're on, you're said on now, with it now. Now yeah. you can come in the room. Yeah, yeah, that will let you oh, that was That was like drawing it up. Your X's and O's here. Aren't they just going to crash <laughs> on this guy? They're just going to collapse. That's perfect, man. Hey, Cordell, I want to go back to the Ravens for the last thing here with you. Do, you. do you have any interest at all in Dalvin Cook? Because they could pick mm. him up. Zero. Zero <laughs> interest in Dalvin Cook. Zero. Uh, number one, I, I don't so, think So you're saying there's no really chance you want him? No yeah. chance at all? Zero point zero. All right, gotcha. I, I, I don't I, – I mean, I, I thought that when Minnesota let him go, I thought Dalvin was cooked, honestly. I, he's, a, he's a big play guy. He, he, you look at his last year, maybe even his last two years, a lot of boom or bust games for, for Dalvin Cook. And then you look at all the chaos that was – caused around him this offseason between Miami and the Jets to sign him and the Jets get him. And the dude, I mean, he barely plays. Now, granted, Brees Hall is a heck of a back. I think Brees Hall is really good. So it's not that I, I'm shaming Dalvin Cook for not starting over him. 
But it's the fact that, I mean, they were reluctant to play him all year. He's gotten more run over the last month maybe, but he hasn't been great this year. And for the Ravens, they asked a lot of their running backs. Look, we've already seen some of the issues with Lamar and Justice Hill at that mesh point in the read option stuff. How long has Justice Hill been here? So to ask Dalvin Cook to come here at this point in the season and actually get some run and be a part of this offense, I just, I just don't think that's feasible for them. There he is, Cordell Woodland. Cordell, tell us about your show and your podcast. Yeah, Shaking It Up Sports on weeknights uh, on the fan and my podcast, Winning Drive Podcast with Rita Hubbard. New episode dropped yesterday. We got a new one coming out tomorrow preparing for the Steelers game. Thank you very much, Cordell. Thanks, guys. Have Thanks, man. 410-583-1057 is the number. We'll talk more Terps Hoops at 945 with head coach Kevin Willard. But on the other side, it's Joe LaCroix's Encore. Also find out what we learned today on the fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Yeah. Those things, my, I remember, I don't know if I should admit this. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. As a kid, my mom made the sexy candy, like candy penises. And, you told us that before, off yeah, air. Yeah, off air. So now I'm telling it on the air, but my mom used to sell like candy. She would make it. She had the, oh. like I'd walk into the kitchen and there'd yeah. be like, um, what would you call it? A template she, or she had a mold. A she mold. Had a, she made them all in chocolate, didn't she? Well, those were bigger. So she, those cost more. She didn't. She didn't make. She didn't make any white chocolate. Was she all no, chocolate? Nobody likes to eat white. Chocolate. You should have known. <laughs> you should have known then. Hey. <laughs> You watch yourself. My mom, which well, she's not listening. She's sleeping. She's she's an angel, though. I know she is. You better watch yourself. I didn't say nothing. Anyway. <laughs> I said, I know your mom's an angel. I didn't. Uh, just don't talk about her. I'll take this back to fifth grade. You can say whatever you want about me. Don't talk about my mama. Okay, I won't. But, uh, but no, like, some of the- I'll text her to apologize. <laughs> Why is Ed texting her? Jesus Christ. Joe, are you texting her, too? She's a lovely lady. Yes. I'm going to go to um, that cabin. But no, she used to make like candy wieners and stuff. <laughs> and it was kind of weird because when you're in a house and you wanted something sweet and you're like, <laughs> did you, did you, did you, did you, <laughs> let me tell you, would you break it? <laughs> the more you talk, it, you, you come into sharp reliefs every day. Yeah. Like, I learn more about you every day and I totally, now I get why you are the way you are. Did you, was it on a stick? Yeah. <laughs> did you grab the stick? <laughs> <laughs> the Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. <laughs> hey, hey. By the way, who showed you the Marlon Brando stuff? You did. <laughs> <laughs> who finds that? Oh boy, I was sent that a long time ago. That looks.
looks like Marlon Brando having the best time of his life. Why are his eyes closed? Oh, what is that? Oh, he loves. Oh, okay. Maybe that's one of your mom's candies. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That wasn't. My his old did, candy. My mom didn't make candy that big. So, <laughs> that's the that's the hardcore of the day. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Your mom made sexy candy. She made sexy candy. I'm gonna have her make. It's some funny of how he in. calls it sexy candy. Well, I was trying to like you have to describe it, but what are you what are you gonna call it? What's it's, sexy about that? It's sex candy. Yeah, you but, put the Y on it to try to make it a little easier. Now I'm, your mom made sex toy candy. No, they didn't. You don't. Know, you eat that stuff. But like, I, now I now I realize why my friends didn't eat any of the candy when they came over. Huh. <laughs> it is kind of weird eating a. Well, anyway, so Ed he gets on us for doing it. Evidently, if his mom made it, he ate it too. I ate a ton of that stuff. It was always in the house. I'd eat two at a time, Rob. Really? <laughs> no, no, what you get on me and Ed about all the time. Oh, your feet? By my eye. Oh. Little, little balloon nut candies in <laughs> We had those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was in season. That's why you could eat it. Like cantaloupe when it's in season? Yep, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you, man. Does it seem weird having no Thursday night football? Yeah. Yes. Even though I don't like we it. We hate it, but yet when it's gone, that's, that's the NFL. Absolutely. That's the NFL. I hate Monday Night Football. There's no Monday Night Football. Yeah, we're the only ones that can complain about something that we watch the entire day and then go back and do it the next time, too. Like, we could have the worst Sunday watching games. Like, all these games suck. They were all blowouts. What are you doing next Sunday? Sitting right in front of that damn TV absolutely. watching but think, again. think about it. We could talk about how bad it is and have other people chime in on it. <laughs> we, could, we could just have, like, like tens of Dozens of people call and say how much they hated the games, and they're doing the same thing. But I did. Um, I just want to. It's this is a, something we have to bring up for everyone, just so they know. I did jump Rob in the standings. I'm just chasing down Ed now. Yeah. And by the way, nobody you. talked about it, but in our fantasy football, I was just, here, I was just about to say it. I should have got the shovel today. I was in first place the entire freaking season. Who'd you lose to? Jeremy beats me in the semifinals. It goes on to win a championship. I got third place. Who beat you? Jeremy. Yeah, so like Rob, you Joe, beat we're first place the That's entire the of the season. Team? My team was off constantly. You guys so beat Rob, off constantly you twice. You beat off constantly? No, I lost to him. <laughs> no, no, you beat off constantly twice, but I got you back once. No, I only like the way that sounds. What are you talking about? Nope. Now it's time for you to find out what we learned today. Ed Norris, what did you learn? Well, I learned something when I did the NHL report today. When I talked to Rick Tockett, uh, he's leading for the uh, Jack Adams Trophy for Coach of the Year. I remember Tockett as a player. He was drafted by the Flyers, played most of his time there, played for a lot of teams, including the Caps. What I didn't know, because Tockett was known as a tough guy, he leads, he the, has the most Gordie Howe hat tricks in NHL history. Really? Yes. And for people that don't know what a Gordie Howe hat trick is, it's a game where you score a goal, you score an assist, and you have a fight. <laughs> so he had 18 of those in his career. 18 Gordie Howe hat tricks. Half of them with the Flyers. He had nine with the Flyers. But, uh, yeah, interesting stat on Rick Tockett. That's great. I learned nine years ago today we lost one of the greatest broadcasters of all time, Stuart Scott. Stuart was known for his hip-hop style and use of catchphrases. Um Stuart was born in Chicago when he was a kid, moved to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, attended the uh, University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill, played football there, and became a legendary broadcaster known for phrases like, 
uh, like gravy on a biscuit. It's all good. And the Lord said, you've got to rise up. Uh, see, what had happened was, we didn't even realize that was him, and we use that still today. Vladi Dottie, he likes to party. Uh, he also, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck out of here. He treats him like a dog. Sit. Stay. Uh, you still haven't got to my favorite just one. Just call him Butter because he's on a roll. That's great. Uh, as cool as the other side of the pillow. That's the That's one. That was it, one. wasn't it? As soon as he said yeah. that, we all went, oh, my Damn. God. He's right. When yeah. I flipped the pillow We all stole over, it. Yeah. yeah. I've used that a thousand times. Yep. Call him Car Wash because he's automatic. And they call him the Windex Man because he's always cleaning the glass. And, of course, the one that was used, I think, in Jerry Maguire. Booyah. Did they use that in Jerry yeah. Maguire? Booyah. Booyah. So, uh. Stuart Scott, one of the greatest. I'm, I'm, I'm biased. And I call him the greatest of all time. Jeremy Kahn. How do you find Will Smith in a snowstorm? You, you look for fresh prints. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a beehive without an exit? Unbelievable. <laughs> I guess that's supposed to be unbelievable. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, here's one for you. I like this one a lot. Whoever invented the knock-knock joke should get a Nobel Prize. (laughs) (laughs) 99.9% of people are dumb. Fortunately, I belong to the 1% of smart people. (laughs) 99.9. Guy sits down at the bar. Is everything okay, the bartender asked. My wife and I got into a fight, and she said she wasn't going to talk to me for a month. The bartender says, well, maybe that's a good thing, a little peace and quiet. And then I said, yeah, but today's the last day. (laughs) And lastly, in a job interview, they gave me a glass and told me to fill it to show how much I give. I filled the glass all the way over, and I said, I always give 110%. Didn't like it? Anyway. All right. (laughs) Swing and a miss! (laughs) Oh, I did have another. Oh, man, I missed the other one I had. What other one? Uh, It was about, oh, yeah, my, uh, I I asked uh, Siri... Or I was talking to Siri, and she yelled at me. She said, don't call me Shirley. I must have left my phone in airplane mode. Take a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Nothing that's it. <laughs> I couldn't leave with one where everybody just looked at me with like a dog that's been showing a card trick. Maryland head basketball coach Kevin Willard joins us up next on The Fan. 944 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on The Fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, and Jeremy Kahn. What day is it, Ed? Friday Eve, babe. Friday Eve. Almost there. Almost there. Joining us right now, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline, head coach of the Maryland Terps, he is Kevin Willett. What's going on, coach? Hey, guys. What's going on? Doing well, man. Doing well. Terps coming off of a tough loss uh, to the number one team in the country, Purdue. I guess my first question to you is this. When you see the number one team in the country up close and personal, uh, you know, how, how tough an opponent are they and how much of a how tough an out are they going to be moving forward? Yeah, I mean, obviously disappointed in the way we played, but I think you got to look at Purdue and, and the growth that they've taken, the pieces they've added. Uh, definitely by far, if you look at who they've played, who they've beaten, um, I think I think they are the front runner to be the national champion this year. Mm. And they always seem to find those bigs like no nobody's business. Yeah, what a lot of people yeah, obviously. He's got, he's got an unbelievable. He's got an unbelievable ability to find some guys from Indiana and uh, 
that area that I guess I don't know they just grown big out there I must guess must be that corn well, I'm yeah. serious I, I, over the years they've had like two seven seven three and a seven four guy in the same roster now you get another one with Edie mm-hmm. like how, how do they find these guys that nobody else seems to be able to get to, you know into the schools but they're like I don't know it's tough anyway what you know people the fans of the team have been criticizing the shooting uh, saying players aren't squaring up to the basket not not getting uh, good looks and stuff is it valid or, or are they just being hypercritical. No, I I, th- I think it's definitely valid. I mean, I, we've really struggled to shoot the basketball this year, and uh, you know we had we had made really good good momentum uh, the prior four games. We had shot over thirty seven percent in all those games, and obviously one at UCLA made some big shots. I think guys were getting more comfortable, and you know the other night you, you got to give Purdue credit; they really did a great job of you know chasing Jameer Young off the line. Uh, making other guys shoot the basketball that are struggling to shoot the basketball right now. But, you know, this is something that, you know, kind of a learning curve for a lot of guys. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's valid. Um, but, you know, it's something that, you know, we concentrate on every day. We're working on every day. We had gotten better. We just had a step back the other night. Hey, Coach, we're, we're uh, entering conference play or in-conference play, I should say. Um, but now with the games coming up, two of the teams that you'll face next face each other tonight with Minnesota and Michigan. Um, as you look at conference play – how difficult is this? Because the Big Ten has a ton of ranked teams, and there's teams that are going to get back in um, as well as the top 25 change over and over. But this is going to be really tough down the stretch here facing these teams. And I know there's a span of like four games you have against teams that are top 25 or borderline top 25. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great opportunity for us. I think that's what's great about this conference is I think every night you got a chance to go out and either redeem yourself or keep playing well. Um, It's something that, you know, the depth of this league is as the more I go through it uh, is something that I'm really impressed with because again, it's, it's top to bottom. You look at Minnesota, how well they're playing. They've won five in a row. You look at some of the wins Michigan's had, you will look at Michigan state who start really struggled early, but now starting to play well. So um, it's a deep league, but it gives you great opportunities to kind of get you right back into contention. Here with Kevin Willahead, basketball coach at the Maryland church coach. Uh, you know, you talked about shooting a while ago, uh, Juju Reese, 34 minutes, four shots in the game against Purdue. Was that a credit to Purdue's defense or maybe a lack of priority on the offensive side for, for Juju? No, I think, you know, Juju struggled the last two games. Um, you know, got in foul trouble at UCLA. Um, you know, they they did a really good job of throwing bone at him early and trying to get him off a lot. Edie, um, you know, Edie's a, a tough guy to score on down low. Um, so I think, you know, Juju, we, we get – I think Jew was trying to, you know, use some of his perimeter skills, try to get some dribble handoffs, try to get Edie away from the basket. Um, but, you know, he's got to do – he's also got to do a little better job of just being a little bit more assertive. You know, he's, he's, he's played so well for us. He's really carried the load more than anybody. Um, you know, he's had a tough couple last two games, but I have a lot of confidence in Julian and really the load he's carried for us all season long. Hey, Coach, I know the conference plays usually when you kind of figure out what your rotation is going to be, how deep you're going to go, depending on the score of the game, obviously. Do you feel like you've kind of got that figured out now? Because it, it looks like you kind of got your group and you know which, which guys you're going to go to in certain situations. Yeah, I, I, you know, I still think you know, we've been messing around with Dante Scott a little bit, you know, moving to the three, playing some four. Um, the only difference I might, I might make is you know, just moving Dante to a different position a little bit more permanently. Um, and not spend so much time trying to play him at two positions just because, again, with the way we're shooting the basketball, maybe trying to give him some different opportunities against against bigger matchups where we can get some pick and pops and maybe get him some free shots. 
Hey, Coach, I want to add on to the shooting thing because, you know, people realize that we always talk about baseball players when they get in slumps and they're constantly looking at that. But shooting's the same way. Like, it becomes a mental thing when the when the shots aren't falling. And you can put in all the work you want, and then you constantly go back to that. It is muscle memory. But, you know, that's something that I feel like, you know, players, they can get in their own heads over something like that. Yeah, it's also, it's also experience. You know, the other night was, again, you know, the only, unfortunately for Jameer, he was coming off. You know, he he got, he really got that the flu really bad after the UCLA game and missed six days of practice. So he was a little bit rusty, and we've been really relying on Jameer to do most of the heavy scoring. And kind of when he started struggling a little bit, uh, some of the newer guys, you know, tried to pick it up. And you know, when you play in the your first time playing in front of a big crowd at home, uh, playing against a really really good defensive team, you know, sometimes that's sometimes you need to experience some of those things to kind of get your confidence. If you've never been through those experiences playing against a great team, playing against at home in your first big crowd, you know, those nerves are different. Your shot feels different. You know, you have to experience those things. And like I said, these guys are we, – we were in the gym this morning at 8 a.m. They're in here. They have a great attitude. They're working hard. You know, we'd won eight out of nine before Purdue. Um, you know, one bad shoot night over the last five games, I still have a lot of confidence in where these guys are going. Here with Kevin Willahead, basketball coach of the Maryland Terps. Coach, you got eight players with double-figure, double-digit minutes played, including freshman uh, uh, Lamothe. You also have three more players averaging over seven minutes a game. Is that a result of trying to find your rotation coming out of non-conference play, or is that a rotation that you're comfortable with that we can see moving forward? No, I think I think it's a combination of, of, of a lot of things. You know, uh, we struggled. We struggled really early. Um, you know, we had we had some injuries early on, so we had to play some guys. Uh, but I also think it's trying to get you know get some of these freshmen some minutes and, right. and and some big minutes so they get used to it, so we can see what they have. Get used to it again. If you don't experience playing at, at high level games or against in games, you know, you're never really going to get that feeling of or I'm never going to get to know what they can do. So, uh, you know, I've played a lot of guys this year. It's hurt us at times, but at the same time, I think it's going to be very beneficial for us in the future. Well, good luck Sunday playing in that barn in Minnesota with the drop-off court, man. <laughs> Hopefully I, even I up in, in the conference. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. Always talk, good talk to you. Thanks, right, thanks coach. a lot. That's Coach Kevin Willett of the Maryland Terps, 410-583-1057. That's the number. That, that's, a, that's a weird gem, man. Is it? Minnesota? Yeah. Weird. You know, I don't like is the different colored uh, hardwood now. So many different colors. It, I would, if it's distracting for players to go into different arenas because of the ba- you know the backdrops when you go in some of these bigger places, you, say, you know, I heard it ruins your your sight lines. Mm-hmm. I think that the, some of these floors would get in your head too. And yeah, I, so you know, a lot of times during March Madness when uh, you're going to these different gyms or the big venues, like mm-hmm. Rob's talking about, sometimes you're walking up to the floor. Yeah, it can be the backdrop. Um, it, it's some shooters will tell you like they they like to have that same backdrop. Like I was watching the Bucks Pacers in the in season tournament and mm-hmm. they were playing in Vegas, and one of the rims just sounded broken. Like it was like it was every time yeah. that's not how it sounds in the NBA. You don't get those. It felt like there was a screw loose yep. or something. You know, like but when you're watching these games, shooting is something where it's it is cyclical. You can get in your hot streaks, even though you know math people will tell you like oh hot streaks, cold streaks. That's BS. It's the overall of what you're doing. But sometimes like. I've been in games where I felt like the hoop was the water and I'm throwing a beach ball out there. You See, know, and I've been in other games where I couldn't hit water if I thought of a boat. Yeah. I hate when people say that it all depends on the, the bottom line, the end of the uh end of the numbers with baseball people always say it all depends on what's on the back of the bubblegum card. 
No, it doesn't. There's more because you can it. compile numbers when they don't matter. Yeah. You know, what do you do when it really matters? I can Hans or Alberto. Yeah, I could put up a, a ton. I could put up a home runs and all these things. And 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 you know, we're up six nothing and all of a sudden I hit a three run home run. Well, it didn't matter at that time. Yeah. You know, we, we ended up winning, you know, nine to three. Your, your runs didn't matter at all. So I don't I don't agree with the bottom line approach of sports. Uh this dog is chasing another dog. We got a we got an episode outside. This big dog oh. came and chased. Ooh. We got an episode. <laughs> that is a big ass dog outside uh-huh. our window. There was a there was a video why online. Is not, why is he not on the leash? <laughs> well, oh well, man! What a way to end the show. Can you see that out there, Joe? Oh, it was it was an episode. The, there was a viral video that went out of a woman carrying a little dog, and she almost choked the damn thing out trying to lift it above her head so this big dog couldn't get it because the woman walking the big dog couldn't control it. I'm sorry, that's irresponsible, man. Yeah, it is. Because my dog is that size, yeah, yeah. that breed, <laughs> or it looks like that. And it's like, and he's great with people, but if a dog walks, you're going to have a problem. So you know he's always on a leash. Yeah, people he, people he, train their dogs and feel like that they have them so well trained right. that they won't do anything. But when you see other animals, different things, you can't control them sometimes. I'm going to explain to you what could have happened to the big dog. He ran out in that street and had no clue whether it was a car coming or not. You know, yeah. he, he didn't look he, both ways? No, he didn't stop. That's yeah. irresponsible of you. Look both ways. I was Sorry. hoping you pick up on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you. Thank you, Jeremy. Well played. Stop looking, listen Come before on. you cross the street. Man, Vinny and Hayden. By the way, that is the one. I feel like the one thing somebody did something to my dog. You would see the nastiest. I would go to jail. No, but going back to what Ed said, that was that's very irresponsible. Yeah. I'm watching the whole thing play out. I'm like, why is this dog running this way? Oh, there's a little dog. And I'm watching yeah. the whole thing play out. My man still got his dog in a rear naked choke right now, <laughs> holding him down. Vinny and Hedy up next. Have yourselves a safe and wonderful day. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 